0: Listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the u Up podcast. It's a hit a pod for you today on Monday. It's actually more than a hit. Um, Monday is our longer show, which I have clips from my Serious XM show, which I do every day, Monday through Thursday. You can get Serious XM for free right now. I think you know that May- through May 15th. No credit card required. Uh, Serious XM dot com slash Nikki Glaser, um, SXM. Nikki Glazer SXM. Nikki needs the N capitalized and the G capitalized and the SXM capitalized. It is not, it is case sensitive. It is very case sensitive. And I am also uh, very case sensitive. Like if you bring cases around me, I get like even talking about one right now like really makes me upset like I just thought of a suitcase and I just like don't want to continue. Um, <clears throat> I've got a case of mushrooms on the porch. I'll tell you all that. Um, I uh, got more mushrooms delivered. I don't know if you heard a past podcast, but I talked about having. Um, it's my only um, like. Con- no, it's not my only contact with Outside World. What am I talking about? I've been getting Amazon shipments. I'm not going to lie. I will say that I've been giving back by by making them bulkier than I want them to be. Like I'll wait until the cart is really full so that they all send together as opposed to like separately just making more work for someone. Because I do think about the people on the other side of these things. I try to at least. It's definitely somewhat removed because how do you exist otherwise? But I definitely um, don't – my mom also is like, don't you place that order until I – I, I got to think of what I need from Amazon. She thinks of Amazon like a grocery store. She like kind of walks through it in her mind. I'm like, well, that's a um, – it's kind of a warehouse that's probably like 18 football fields large. So why don't you just stroll around Amazon and think about what you need, mom. And whatever you need, uh, they got it. That's the sad thing. They literally have everything except what she asked for, which was hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes. And I was like, yeah, they d- that's not going to happen there. Did I search for it? Yeah. I haven't checked in a while. I don't know if they have it or not. They don't. They actually have a statement saying that they are prioritizing these things for hospitals and, you know, places who need it, which, do I believe them? Yes. I choose to believe Amazon. Amazon is king. I shall do... <laughs> I don't question Amazon. I don't question anything. I feel like they could be, they're listening to this. They probably own this fucking podcast somehow. It all goes to the top. Um, So yeah, no, I love Amazon. I got to admit I'm part of the problem. I should read a book about how it's ruining the world and maybe stop doing it. Just like I've stopped a lot of things that once I read the truth, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. <sighs> but that is, um, yeah. So I- I'm getting mushrooms delivered from Amazon. No, uh, from a dude that delivers mushrooms in St. Louis, Missouri. If you want to check them out, it's called uh naturally mushrooms or something like that. Mushrooms naturally. Let me mushrooms naturally on Instagram. My friend, uh, a girl I went to school with, like posted a picture of a bunch of a box of mushrooms. And, um, and I, I'm saying mushrooms, they're the kind you like actually eat. I know that not psychedelic mushrooms. What are they called? If they're just normal mushrooms, because I said before, it's hard to pay this guy on Venmo. You just put a bunch of pictures of mushrooms and it looks like you're uh, paying him for drugs. But uh, no, these are all just like this box of really like cool mushrooms. (laughs) Mushrooms are like so cool looking and gross looking. And if you think about it, they're like fungus or whatever. But who cares? They're delish. Um, And I bought, uh, so he delivered them on the front porch. I just woke up from a nap and my mom's like, your mushroom guy is here. He came by. And I'm like, okay. Well, guess what else he brought? And she's like, what? And I'm like, because she seemed annoyed that the mushroom guy came. I think she's just annoyed that I'm bringing food in this house that, you know, it has to sit on the porch because we don't have room for it in the fridge. So I think she just gets angry that like, not angry, but like, why are you spending all this money on mushrooms? It's like, because I fucking like them and I don't have to go to the store and get them. (laughs) Um, She hasn't said that yet, though. But her tone was that of like, mushrooms are here. You, You taking a nap again? And um, and then I was like, "Well, I also got you a pound of fucking morels, so why don't you zip your lip, woman?" Uh, my parents love morel mushrooms, are the kind you like hunt for, you know, and you they're like delicacies. And um, so what they were talking about we were on a walk the other day, and they're like, God, we got a little looking for morels," and I'm like, "Or I can probably have my mushroom guy get you some morels," and they're like, "No, uh, morels, you you he grow morels, you got to hunt for them." That guy, that guy's just growing them. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's a mushroom guy, so I feel like he might know where morels. Like, he might have a morel guy. He might have a morel hunter. And they're just like, well, I don't know. Maybe we could go. And I'm just like, just let me buy some for you guys. Why do we have to, I don't want to have to put on my galoshes and go trespass on property to go get a, a meal. Um, And so I got them some morels. I didn't even tell them I was going to do it. I just did it. And so I just told my mom, I was like, yeah, do you know what else he dropped off? And I was like, some morels. And she's like, what? And she like ran out like it was Christmas morning and ran to the front porch. So it was kind of nice to give them that gift. And my dad is like, you got to eat some too, Nick. And I'm like, okay, thanks. I will. And they're like, my mom's going to put them in some pasta dish. I don't eat pasta. It's just like a thing I don't eat. And um, my dad's like, you got to have some. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't eat pasta. So I'll just like pick out the p- pieces. but." I'm just warning you ahead of time. You're going to be like, you got to have the whole thing. It's not going to be the same unless you get the pasta. He doesn't really talk like that. But can you tell I'm just in an irritated mood today? That's what's going on here. I just, uh, I woke up from a nap um, like 35 minutes ago. And it was definitely a stress nap of just like all my dreams were about people needing things from me. And me not getting back in time to those uh, needs. And to be honest with you, it's uh, true. (laughs) Like I was dreaming the truth. I got done with radio this morning. I don't really early morning because I had to be up for Bob and Tom. I did that radio show, which is like a huge. That was like my first big, 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 big radio show to be on. They had like like hundreds of affiliates and like you go on and you do like It's just, like, the night before was, like, more stressed out than I was the night before I did the Tonight Show. Like, it was just, or, like, anything. Like, the night before Bob and Tom was, like, my first debut. I was, like, 22 or something. And they don't have you on until you're ready. So you got to really prove yourself and be, like, very vetted. And uh, I was so freaking nervous. But today I just, like, woke up, took a shower, and rolling out to coffee in the kitchen. My dad's like, what's up? And I'm, like, doing Bob and Tom in five minutes. And I was trying to, like, think of things to talk about. But, like, I just, I love those guys now. It's just, like, easy to go in. But I didn't realize it was going to be on Zoom. And at the last second, they're like, yeah, it's on Zoom. And I'm like, are you guys going to use this for, like, your socials? And they're like, I, I was like, fuck, I got to put on a mask. So I texted, I texted angrily back. I'm like, I need to know when it's going to be Zoom. You And I was saying this not just for me, but I meant, like, for women. For women who, like, are single and need to look good on camera. <laughs> That's all I need to look good for. I'm just trying to find a fucking husband. Um, no people who care what they look like on camera, a.k.a. A- a- K- a women, um, deserve to know when it's gonna be filmed. You need to let us know. That is for every every person. Same with Facetime. Like, don't Facetime a woman that is romantically connected to you, and it's still new, a- unless you know she's like had knows it's coming. Um, that's not true for me. I actually have accepted several FaceTimes from men who I'm attracted to when I did not, when I looked like an attractive man, I was like a makeup list. I really, right now my, um, I'm not really caring about, uh, what I look like as much, but when I'm doing, Bob and Tom, I mean, I don't know. I just was like annoyed cause I looked like pure hell. So I got all like, I put on enough makeup to make, you know, look presentable. Then I take a nap and it's just like all down my face. Like, putting on taking a nap on makeup makes you look worse than if you never had makeup on to begin with. Like, you just look, you know, it's just all running down like my eye. It just, I look like shit as soon as I woke up from this nap. I woke up to a bunch of needs not being met. And it's true because I had an early morning and I did radio after that and I um did some shit in between. I didn't have time to, um, sleep last night as much as I want to and I'm requiring during this time I need a goddamn lot of sleep right now and it's just sorry so I took a nap and I owe some calls to people and I owe this podcast and I was just putting it off and I wanted to sleep and I woke up thinking like or I went to sleep thinking I'll wake up refreshed and I woke up not refreshed moody um angry just bitch mode like I'm just not in a good mood and I went out and like yelled about the goddamn mushrooms and already I'm, I'm mad about the mushrooms again everything I, I'm not pleasant to be around and I'm just like saying that right now out loud because it's nice to own when you're a cunt you know in the in the middle of being one too I am a storm of um cuntiness right now and if you get near me you're gonna get hit by I'm like a tornado You're gonna get impaled by a stop sign I'm throw. I'm throwing things just stay out of my way and that's just a- and you know what I'm a self-aware tornado so I'm gonna stay in my neck of the woods where I'm not harming anything um, except myself I'm gonna go inward and really beat myself up no it's just like I I'm going to avoid my family for a little bit until this cools down because it'd be easy to go out there and just start like yelling at them, which I already did, by the way. And the only reason I'm not right now is because I had to do this podcast. So I'm not that's not to say that I wouldn't do this and that I won't do it as soon as I'm done and that I'm just like putting it on you guys. But um, I think that the problem people have A lot of times is that we're all I was just reading about this somewhere. I forget where we all are like going to be bitches. Sometimes we're going to be bad people and not our best selves. It's just going to happen. Oh, I know what I was reading. It was recommended to me by a fan. Um, Let me see, because I put it on my red. It's really an interesting article. It says while you'll marry the wrong while you'll marry the wrong person is the name of it. Let me just see. And it was an opinion piece. Uh, it's an op-ed for the New York Times. It's by Elaine L- Allen, A-L-A-I-N, A-L-A-I-N, D-Button, B-O-T-T-O-N. And it's Why You Will Marry the Wrong Person. It's just talking about how we all, every, no one's perfect, like, which we all know. But he really, like, maps it out, like, ev- no one on earth is going to be, not is not going to annoy you at some point. And we all think that that's, like, the goal and that, marriage is like the it's just really interesting how that he deconstructs getting married and what it means and he's not anti-marriage but he's also not pro-marriage it's like very good and but like we're all gonna annoy each other the reason a relationship will work is pretty much like self-awareness of you knowing that first of all this relationship's not going to be perfect and that these you're going to have flare-ups with anyone and that you either like this person enough to tolerate that flare-up or you can mitigate against it by knowing that it's going to come and it will always come back and that you can ride it out knowing that it will go away at some point and it will come back again which is kind of how I lived I think that was his point you should read it Elaine de Botton but um and I love when um you guys send me things to read that are like very specific I mean this I was the way this person sold me on it was so I don't know how people sell me on books sometimes but I'm all in on some some DMs I'm like I'm all in and then other ones I'm like yeah I don't know but this person was wrote a very short thing I remember and I was just like I gotta check this thing out I guess the name was so good um why you'll marry the wrong person I guess it was just like a catchy title that got me but I really enjoyed reading that and um just like yeah, I, I, I always feel that way, though. Like if nothing's ever going to last, like I'm never my goal is to be relevant forever. I mean, like that's truly like a, a thing that I would like is that people appreciate me and what I put out at an ever increasing level for the rest of my life. Well, that is never going to happen ever My like biggest dream for myself, it's just not reality. Like things will ebb and flow. I will go through stages of doing a lot and feeling really great and not doing a lot and not feeling very great. I'm never going to not be sad. I'm never going to not be stressed. It's not meaning like I won't always be sad. There will be like I'm saying, like when you're super happy and everything's perfect. It's just like I know that that is temporary. Like everything is everything is. And um, that also kind of takes me into what I was reading about going through this crisis. Is that everyone know- wants to know when it's going to end, and um, and it's really annoying not to know because we like thrive on knowing and planning. And it was some point about like I, I'm so bad at um synthesizing fucking articles and then saying them back to you. It was just something about how like the fact that we don't know right now is against our nature and that it's like uh, something about change is something we rely on, but also that we are constantly avoiding and that we don't want. But if we don't have change, we don't have evolution. Therefore, we're not the species that we are. We're dependent on constant change to be who we are. Whatever we're trying to keep, we only got there because of change. It was something like that. It was kind of profound. But I know I'm just regurgitating to you. And I've probably smoked like uh, so much weed in between reading that and saying it back. So I probably got it wrong. But whatever. Whatever, man. That's the voice I use on Dave Matthews Band Radio. I just kind of make it a little bit more uh, stony. You know? And, and, And every word, every like fourth word. Is kind of like you just found it, or you just like can't believe you're reading it. Like this weekend on Dave Matthews Band Radio, you just like had to pop each like a couple of uh, different words. Um, shout out to Ari Fink who like taught me how to talk that way for DMB DMB Radio. Um, what else can I tell you? I guess we got we can get to clips. I've been talking long enough. Let me just check the time. Oh wow, I've already done sixteen minutes. We are and flying through this puts me in a good mood I think I kind of talked to myself out of being in a bad mood let me just oh you know what I wanted to do before we got to the clips was say things I'm grateful for why don't I do one in between each one that'll be a nice little practice for me I'm serious you guys like there is a YouTube clip that sold me so hard on the idea of gratitude like so hard it truly is a mood booster it's a natural mood booster that you can do where if you just write down, if you spend the time every morning and you write down three things you're grateful for, and I would recommend getting a gratitude buddy, someone that, is, you know, every day you guys check in with each other and just send each other three things. You don't even have to read the person's thing. You don't have to respond to it. It's just, like, to hold you accountable. I was doing it with my friend Sarah Lena for a really long time. Um, now I practice gratitude. Like, I go to, like, recovery 12-step kind of meetings every day, and um, there's so much in there that, like, you say that you're grateful for and I try to practice gratitude but I really think that focusing and thinking about it because some days it's so hard you guys some days it's like some days it's like the easiest thing where you're like "Uh." and even the day I remember coming up with the idea for a gratitude buddy and when I was watching the YouTube video um which I'm gonna repost let me just write myself a note to do that because I really want you guys to see it and it's just because it just sold me on gratitude so hard Um, that I couldn't deny it. So I'll, I'll tell you what it is later, but if not, I'll, I'll repost it. You'll see it on my story later. But anyway, I just, at first you go, well, well, of course I know that I'm grateful for my health and I'm grateful for my cousin and I'm like, I don't know why I said cousin. I'm really not grateful for any of my cousins. No offense to my cousins who might be listening. I literally have like 45 cousins on one side of my family. My mom's family has 10 kids, Nancy, Jim and Michael, Julie, Tom or Peggy, Chucky, Bobby, Sally, mom and dad. Oh, Sally, Nancy, fuck mom and dad. I, uh, Nancy didn't fuck mom and dad, but I was saying fuck and re- you get it. Nancy, Jimmy, Michael, Julie, Tom or Peggy, Chucky, Sally, Tommy. Uh, Nancy, Jimmy, Michael, Julie, Tom or Peggy, Chucky, Bobby, Sally, Nancy, mom and dad. Ah, right at the end there. Anyway, um, I have so many. That's just my aunts and uncles that I just said. But uh, if I tried to do my cousins, it would be I don't even know most of my cousins, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know their names. I don't know what they look like. I don't know anything about them. Um, a lot of them. But uh, what I was going to say was, oh, yeah, so I'm grateful for my cousins. <laughs> I'm not. I like there's one cousin who I uh, like. There's oh, of course I have a couple cousins that are like my VIP, like my uh, OGs, like, you know, the ones that are around my age in, the, in, in a way that I saw them a lot. But then the other cousins, I don't know. You're just like a stranger to me at this point just being honest, just being honest. I'm not really grateful for you. I, I would be lying if I put down, I'm grateful for my cousin in my gratitude journal. So anyway, I used to think that it was like very easy to come up with grad- things to be grateful for. Oh, the birds in the sky, just like look around and you're like, uh. but to be actually to really dig deep and think about what you're grateful for and then to like kind of feel it and try to own it. And like literally, even if you're like my feet, my fe- I'm grateful that my feet don't hurt. Like think about, feel your feet wiggle your toes. It's so cheesy and it's so corny and it just like feels ridiculous to like practice that much gratitude, but it truly does work in making you happier. And it's been scientifically proven. And that's the video I'm going to share with you later. Um, what I'm grateful for today is that I'm grateful for my jokes. Um, I just realized that like, even in quarantine, when I say I'm not writing stand up, like I have kind of returned to writing, uh, jokes on Twitter and like trying to write one-liners kind of challenging myself the other day Jeff Ross this was not the other day it was like two weeks ago at this point but it was such a good day of like a joke that I wrote that was like I knew it was there I wanted to nail it and I couldn't think uh. so anyway he posted roast me like he posted a picture of himself that said roast me and whenever I see those if I'm like not late enough I want to get in, and I want to get a good one because I know that it will get a lot of likes and it will just validate me and it's just a challenge cuz it's a platform where like people who know how good I am at roasting are like what like if I do Jeff if I bomb on Jeff Ross's comments it's not going to look good but it is a place where I'm like oh this is where I can shine I'm in such a good roast mode right now man I'll roast the fuck out of you um I was just like thinking of the worst things to say to him and it's it was just a picture that uh, oh it's just a headshot of his from like you know, 1998. He's adorable, but there's really nothing about it. That's like, he doesn't look like anyone to me. At least it wasn't, there was nothing about it that I was really roastable. Um, Dane cook had a great Dane cook. I was like, Oh my God, I can't top Danes. Uh, it was cause it had like a white border around it. And he's like, Danes, like, I love the white border. I almost wish it was so it was more of that so that it met in the middle. <laughs> it just would not be Jeff. It would just be a picture of a white square I thought that was really creative. Like in terms of joke writing, if you put a hundred of the best comedians in a room and you make them write jokes, I don't know that any two of them would have written about the border, even though there wasn't much. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a as a comedian, I was like, I love where his mind went. So I was like, where else can Where what can I do here? I ex- looked at what he was wearing. I looked his bald. You no, know, he wasn't bald at that point. I looked at his face. I go, who does he look like? Who does he look like? What version of the thing does he look like? What animal does he look like? I was just everything. And then I was thinking of the word headshot. Is there anything funny there? And um, I was like, oh, headshot. Like, what is there something like um, maybe like at first I was like, oh, it's like a a come in the face joke. Is this what I'm going to go? Like uh, he takes a shot in the head. And then I was like, no, maybe it's like a gun thing. Like, I know that's brutal, but like maybe he gets shot. And I was like, your head shot, if you got your head shot. And then I was like, oh, your head shot is also something I could say to him is like something about your head shot. So what could I say that would reference this being a head shot and also him being shot in the head? And then I stumbled upon, I just kind of ran it a couple times. I'm just giving you the anatomy of a joke and like how you get to it. And I was like, your head shot. And then I was like, oh, So I ended up saying like, when I asked for your headshot, no, when I said I'd like your headshot, something like that, this isn't what I meant. And um, I didn't know if it was going to, people were going to get it. A lot of people didn't, but the people who did like were pretty excited. I mean, it just, it's a wordplay joke for sure. Like everything about it, but it's pretty, um, the level of difficulty on that was like, I, you know, I spent some time on it and it made me feel accomplished and it made me feel good. And it reminds me that I am a good joke writer. It's a skill that I like. It's kind of a nerdy thing that I used to love is like the celebration of jokes. And so I'm grateful that my mind still works that way, even though I smoke, um, you know, a bushel of pot a day. Actually, I really don't, um, I would like to talk to other pot smokers and hear how much they smoke. I know, I only know like my friend Carlisle and it's like, she smokes like all of the pot every day. Um, So it's a little, (laughs) shout out Carlisle if you're listening. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I'm grateful for is uh, the ability to write jokes. And you can, they can be like, things that are about you that you're grateful for, or they can obviously be about like anything. So stay tuned for my next piece of gratitude. Um, right now is a clip from last Monday's show. God, this seems like ages ago. It was, it was with Anya Marina. She's on every Monday and Brian Balthazar. And uh, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about uh, thirst posts. Oh, people trying to look hot on Instagram. Um, love this subject. Brian Balthazar is so funny, such a go-getter. Like, you gotta follow him. He's, um, yeah, I just, I just loved him. You're gonna hear more from him, uh, I think, in, in the future. He's just, like... I admire his work ethic. I admire his, he's just a sweetheart. Loved this conversation. Here's Monday's show.
1: For the gay guys, it's it's gay guys on Instagram with their, or not even gay, but just like every post is them shirtless. And then they'll like manage to hashtag coronavirus in it. Like, (laughs) they're like like seeking away, like isolating on the beach. And like, and they're still, (laughs) it's the same shot. Like it's a throwback to when I worked delts you know, oh. it's so, <laughs> and it's so disgusting. Now I try to, I, am I unfollowing all of them? No, 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 no exactly. But some of them. I know it's weird being
0: like, hot right now. And like people trying to sell you things. <laughs> yeah, like, right. that's your brand? I don't need anything. <laughs> right. Like, right, like I can't wear a, where my, I haven't looked at my purse in two and a half weeks. <laughs>
1: right, right. I'm Unless not you can get me AMBX. a deal on like Purell, like, like give me a shiny yes. shot of yourself, Purell over yourself. Do you have a dummy account where you can make comments as someone else?
0: Oh no! But w- uh, here's the thing: I have a Reddit account. That's where I get to be a little like anonymous. But I'm even scared that I'm. I don't even post I mean. on it because I'm scared <laughs> that I might fuck it up. I'm not too. Yeah, I'm I mean, not smart know. enough not to fuck up and right. as a <laughs> me too. What's the, the worst you thing you said?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hear it. Let's hear it.
0: Um, I mean, I uh, well, I did. I'll look on the next break. I'll look and I'll, I'll find you guys uh, the perfect example, but I I'm Nikki Glazer on Reddit. If you want to uh, follow me or like in, interact with me on there, I haven't like done, I should do an AMA probably during this. Cause I am very active on Reddit, but I feel like I would love to have a, a secret Instagram account to um, like just call people out for being, like narcissists, you know, yes. or like, I, yeah, but the problem is, I <laughs> probably need to hear it myself. Maybe I would just do it to, my, I would just cyber bully myself.
1: I have a surprising statistic that I just looked up, of course, why I'm looking. Um, 40, 42% of people have multiple social media accounts, 62% what? of which, yeah, yeah. Wow. So multiple accounts on the same platform. So like that. I'm gonna start at Nikki of-
0: Glazer's feet. People, I bet you it will get more <laughs> followers than I have.
1: I wish I had a feature I could exploit.
0: You could your okay. feet. I'm not kidding you. My mm. feet are fucked up. They're so ugly, yeah. and guys love fucked <clears throat> up feet. There's some. There's like some people that are into fucked up. <laughs> feet. There's a market for it. I get asked yeah. about my feet more than I do. Like, how did you start stand up? People are like, how did your feet start? <laughs> and I'm like, well. They started turning inward into the shape of a you know, <laughs> uh, Yeah. In, in the summer of 2005 when I walked around New York City in two shorter shoes. That's where it shifted <laughs> for me. My bones were never the same after that trip.
1: Do Before either of you, you have I mean, either sure. of you worn, have either of you worn high heels since home isolation?
0: Ew. No. Brian, I haven't worn high heels since <laughs> someone made me go on TV and I like, <laughs> yeah. I walked on a set. It hasn't been since I walked right. on
1: a set. Right. That's just it. Like. I probably more men ever? have worn. I bet more men have worn high heels in isolation. Yes. Than oh no, my God, that's so, brilliant. that's so funny. Don't you think? Because I posted Ryan, something that's a about, tweet.
0: You got to tweet well, that.
1: Well, I started to tweet about the just the wearing the the high heels, and and I, it occurred to me that I was. Of that thing that we just said, like it occurred to me that oh shit, no men are yeah, wearing that now. Yeah, I'm
0: following okay. up with you on that. That okay. needs to be a tweet. A, I can, uh, I, you could probably make it a perfect okay. tweet, but I will help you make that. That will go Please. viral.
1: Yes. Okay. That's Good. That's so right. funny.
0: Yeah, I, I, I commit don't... to retweeting that too. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, we've got I'm gonna need we've some... got Anya okay. on
0: board. I will retweet it and say I told <laughs> him to tweet this, so I'm going to take a little credit there. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> That was Monday's show uh, with Brian Balthazar and Anya Marina talking about how I don't wear he- any kind of uh, binding footwear during the quarantine. However, I did get injured. It would almost help me if I was wearing I, – I, I my feet have never hurt as much as they do right now. It's not my feet. It's my goddamn ankle and my Achilles tendon. And um, I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I mean, it can't be because I'm getting young because I'm not. Um, but I fucked up my, uh, Achilles and, um, it hurts so good though. I gotta be honest with you. (laughs) Like it hurts like in a way that like is so satisfying to press on it. Like I love pain. It's kind of a weird thing. I'm not like coming from the pain. Like it's not a sexual thing, but it's like, I don't know when someone like rubs something that is like like, I have literally, like, tendinitis, and, and if you've ever had tendonitis, it fucking hurts really bad, but I love it being, like, tortured. I'm just a freak. So, that takes me to the next thing I'm grateful for. Um, I'm grateful that uh, I haven't ruptured my Achilles, and that when it started hurting, I was kind enough to my body to not keep running on it, even though I wanted to run on it oh, so <laughs> bad. Um, but it does sound like a creaky door and it really is not doing well. So I'm going to ice it later. going to throw it in an ice bath, which is a thing I haven't done. Oh my God. It's so funny. I told my mom I was going to uh, do an ice bath for my foot. And, um, she was like, you should. My dad goes, what? That's, that's too much ice. And I go, dad, it's my foot. Fu- it's my foot. Come on. I need it. He's like, it's too much ice. You're not wasting our ice. I'm like, what are you, what are you needing ice for? I like, my dad doesn't even, I don't understand I go, Dad, we can make more. We have an ice maker, and they're always yelling at me for like not closing the fridge or the freezer in the right way because the ice maker won't work. They're obsessed with these this ice, and I go, Dad. He goes, You can't fill a whole bathtub. I'm like, I'm not filling a bathtub. I'm filling a little bucket and putting my foot in. God damn it! The things that are are, are being are stingy in this house. Like that's why I take quick quick showers is legitimately because my dad's conservative. Like nature of like hot water I take the quickest showers I just never learned that you're allowed to enjoy a shower I never got that alone time it was always I was always yelled at if I went too long in the shower it wouldn't go well so I just been conditioned to like get the fuck out of showers and a lot of people recommended that I go cry in showers when I was talking about not being able to cry and, um, great suggestion. I have cried in showers before. That's a good idea, but I always feel like I'm in a movie and then it takes me out of it. I always feel like you're trying to look like you're in a movie. You're trying to look like you're in a league of their own and your sister, Gina Davis is throwing you in the shower and telling you to get a grip. And, um, I love that scene, but, um, yeah, I just, uh, What was I saying? So anyway, I got to ice this foot. I'm so mad I can't run on it because running was really something fun for me to do that got me away from the house and made me feel sweaty and good. Although I did take a breath work class yesterday that made me feel like I got a serious workout in. It was insane, dude. I talked about it on the show today that I taped on Serious, but it literally has you hyperventilating. I didn't know this. I thought breath work was just like focusing on your breath and it's like meditative, you know. No, it was legitimately me hyperventilating in my um, sister's room. My, you know, it used to be. She doesn't live here anymore, but what used to be my my sister's room, I just like went in there to do it and I'm like <sighs> for a half hour and it made me fucking great it makes you trip dude it makes you trip if you want to naturally psychedelically trip out do, take a do go do a breathing a breath work class on YouTube I bet you anything if I would have known that you could trip like that when I was a kid when I had the energy to do it because it is hard to do you have to breathe like that it makes you feel kind of crazy And stupid. But as a teenager, my friends and I would have been getting like tripped out all the time doing that and just having like mushroom trip because it really did feel like I was tripping some kind of psychedelic that I've never even experienced before. And I didn't know until I got out and I was like, what the fuck? That was really weird at the end. My body started twitching and like everything seemed like I was inside a star. And like it just really was, I was like, was I asleep? But I wasn't asleep. Like it was so weird. And then I Google it. I just was like, what is breath work after the fact? And it's like, oh, yeah, you can like psychedelically trip out. It was fucking cool. I always do things like after the fact. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's another example of that. Oh, yeah. When I hooked up with a guy and asked him right afterwards, I was like, "Um, by the way, do you have like genital warts? I like literally asked him after I had sucked his dick. Um, Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. So, the, like, it doesn't matter if he d- did. Like, I didn't see any, but I just w- I wanted to check in, and I felt so proud of myself for asking, but, like, I already did what I would do to get that on me. So why do why ask after? I should have asked before, if, but, you know, it's hard to do that. It really is hard. I, I Anyone who, like, is able to have the courage to ask someone, I was proud I did it afterwards, when all the dust had settled, because we really, the dust was... Fly no, it wasn't at all. It was actually uh, pretty lackluster. Anyway, um, I did feel proud of myself for even a- asking him because my, my point was like after I had done it, I was like, God, I've heard this guy joke about having warts. Why didn't I ask him before? Does he have them? I feel... It was dark when I blew him. I don't know. And I was like, I'm going to hate myself. And I'm going to have to ask this at some point. And it's going to be through a text. So I might as well just do it in person. So I was just like, "Um, do you have warts? And he was just like, what the fuck? Like, he was like, no, what? What? Why would you? And I'm like, and it made me look stupid. Like, why would I blow a guy that I thought had warts? I'm like, because you joke about it. But I don't know. And he was just like, no, I don't. And I don't know if I believe him. But no warts yet for old glazed dog. But it, it takes a lot of courage to ask someone before if they have anything. So, if you've done that, that's, like, I'm pretty proud of you. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not, I don't think you're, like, a fucking hero. Like, if you got delivery, you know. That's why I feel like a hero recently. Just getting delivery. Um, you know, also, oh, my God, when we come back, I want to say the next thing I'm grateful for. So, d- did I say what I was grateful for? Oh, it was, like, yes, it was the ability to... um for my body to like tell me, like I my foot wasn't numb. I was able to recognize that pain equals stop running Nikki. Walkie. Um, and then I called my cousin. Oh, we come back to cousins. That's so weird. The other day I was running, my foot hurt my foot hurt, I stopped and I called my cousin on the way home. Um and uh had a little nice call with her, hadn't checked in a while. And um but anyway, I was just yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. Who cares? Nikki, get to the clip. The next clip is Tuesday's show. So, Oh, my God. It was so much fun. So much fun that I'm having Bonnie McFarlane back again this week because I cannot get enough. Bonnie McFarlane and Anya Marina and me just like having the time of our lives. Um, And we were – oh, this is so funny. This is talking about – this clip is great. We were talking about me living at home and the things that my dad wants me to be into. I believe that's what spurred this conversation, but I hope you enjoy it. Anya Marina, Bonnie McFarlane, and me, um, yeah, Tuesday's show. <laughs> my dad like loves breaking down like genealogy. Like he's like, oh, <laughs> he does like a 23 and me, but you do a, a poop sample. <laughs> <laughs> but, so- uh, like the other night, my dad was like talking about something about, what was he saying? Oh, we were playing this board game. And one of the things he said was like blacksmith and that you're supposed to like list words that remind you of blacksmith. Mm -hmm. And one of the words that was on the board to choose was fire or something. And I was like fire. And he goes, why would a blacksmith use a fire? And I was like, I don't (laughs) know. What do blacksmith do? And he goes, your great grandfather was a blacksmith. You don't know what they do. And I go, I don't care. But they do use fire. They used to, Yeah. right? they'd have to like put the two things together and zzz. yeah you, maybe they do bonnie but guess what even if they don't i don't give a fuck i don't <laughs> like, right I'm, I'm on your side nikki i know you are <laughs> but like your dad. i still like do you guys care about your ancestors because like i only I'm about sorry, how their shit I just, smells <laughs> i just don't care about people that i didn't know i don't care about where i come from the way other people seem to care same my dad yeah. really cares about it and wants me to care about it and I just can't. It's hard for me to care about things that I didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird to be like, oh, I'm so proud of being Irish. It's like, well, that was just, it's like, or even be proud of being female. It's like, uh, I mean, I you really didn't, didn't have a choice it. in the matter. So that's, that's just what it was. Yeah, you know? I agree. I, I just don't care. And I feel like it's somehow, it's so disappointing to him on so many levels because he cares so much about history. But I just am like, I don't know. Unless they kind of look like me, that's maybe interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then you're like, oh, that... Imagine you
2: find a grandma that looks exactly like you. I would dive right into that. I'd be like, what was she all
0: about? What were her hobbies? Exactly. I'd, I'd want to know her name. I want to know everything about it, her. But if you asked me to say my great-grandfather's name, I would not want know what to tell you right now. Like, I don't know any... And isn't that weird? Like, that means two generations out, they, like, won't remember your yeah, name. Yeah, they're done. No, they'll be like, there used to be, like, this thing called up Comedy, and your great-great-grandmother <laughs> did it. We will all be remembered because we did impressive things, but like the blacksmiths in my family, the current blacksmiths, will be forgotten with a couple of That's turns. what they said too, bitch. <laughs> blacksmiths <laughs> were the stand-up comedians yeah. of the 1800s. They were like, We've done important shit. None of these railings would exist without us. What they Is mean? that what they do? I really gotta look into it just <laughs> to make my dad happy. Uh, we'll Isn't be back like with soldering? more show. I don't know. What was that? Yeah, it's soldering. soldering. It's like, um, I just know that they're constantly wiping their brow. Are like, they, they putting like sh- horseshoes, horseshoes Yeah, horseshoes. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's so don't need that dumb. Shit anymore. We're yeah. so stupid. We are so dumb. Come back to three dumb twats. <laughs> that's that. like your your thing where you try to explain something. Yeah. I'm going to explain.
1: They, like, black made oh yeah, that was for, like
2: idea. shoes or something for
3: horses Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> shoes for horses. I, that's as close as anyone I think would get. And if you if you can get closer then maybe they made nails and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just hear them like boing. Like there's like sound effects I can hear, and yes. then like yeah. wiping their brow. There's like yeah, then the, the leather. There's leather things with pockets. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they the get leather. on their and, and really, Nicole, They're always like they have back pain. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. it's a lot of work, yeah. and then they go and they drink some mead. <laughs> yes, they drink. They... That's going too far back. <laughs> their wives. That was Tuesday's show with Anya Marina and Bonnie McFarlane. By the way, Anya Marina has a a concert coming up this Friday that you guys should go to. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to roast her during it. It's at 8 p.m. You can go to AnyaMarina.com for tickets. But it's, like, nice music to just have on in the background. You don't have to sit there and watch if you don't want to, but it is fun to, like, chat and watch. And she's funny, and, like, they tell stories in between. And it is, like, seriously good music that you would pay to go see at, like, a real venue. These aren't just, like, you know... Just la da musicians. These are fucking Matt Pond and Anya Marina. So AnyaMarina.com this Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, And Bonnie McFarlane. God, you should read her book, um, You're Better Than Me. What a great book. If you need a book to read during this time, You're Better Than Me, Bonnie McFarlane. Wednesday's show. Oh, I got to do something I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for... Oh, I had a good one and now I can't remember. I mean, I guess like birds because I see so many birds out this window when I'm doing this podcast and they always like make me happy because they just like don't know what's going on and they're kind of loving it you know they're so stupid um animals are so stupid right now and I know that I talk a lot about how smart animals are and that's why we should treat them with care and um, not eat them but They are also very, very dumb. And that's why I love them because they're so, so dumb. And you can tell them that and they don't know. And if you just say it like, you're such an idiot. And then they still love you. They're like babies. Um, I love talking to my dog, Marion and saying mean things to her. But actually, I've been actually very nice to her, which means I think I'm ready to be nicer to myself because the way you talk to your dog is often the way that you feel about yourself. I don't know if you guys know that, but start paying attention. The way you talk to your animal... And pet is often the way you f- what you want to say about yourself. So a lot of times or like, you know, I've talked about this on the show, but a lot of times like people with dogs, they'll come up to you and be like, oh, he's uh, he's really craving attention today. Or he'll be like, oh, he loves blondes. And it's just like, no, you do, sir. So like just pay attention to what you say to your dogs. Anyway, um, Marion is such a little uh bitch I call her a bitch all the time because guess what like I said at the top of this podcast I'm a fucking bitch right now um I'm not right now actually I think I'm pretty pleasant I think if you ran into me in my kitchen um we'd probably have a good exchange um I'm trying to think yeah I'm just my my snappiness at my fuse is a little tight Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what you say about fuses but it's just it's it's not great. You might get snapped at. Like if Andrew texted me right now, I might snap at him. Just because, you know, he's usually the place of least resistance that I go to snap at because I know he can handle it. Or can he? Haven't seen him in a while. Uh he seems to be doing well though. I'm checking in on all my friends, like kind of through social media. I have been a bad friend in terms of reaching out via text, but I guess I'm grateful for birds and I'm grateful for my friends who I know understand that I'm not going to be a super chatty person during this time. And I'll go through waves of being that way. But like um, staying in touch is a little bit more difficult, even though we have all the time in the world to reach out to those people. But um, I don't know. I'm just really like. I have a I have a lot of radio to record every day, so it makes me talk a lot. And I have a lot of other things that I go to where I talk a lot and I just don't wanna text and you know, sometimes you get in a text conversation, it just like never ends. Um but I'm really enjoying the quarantine. I got to be say I got to be say I g I gotta be say. I gotta be say that it's uh it's been it's been nice. If it ended tomorrow I'd be sad. I just don't want to work. And I know that this is work. This is the work I want to do. I don't want to do the other stuff. It is um, doesn't feel fun. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. I'll talk about it when we get back from this next clip. I got to set up this next clip, um, but I am going to talk about Starbucks again because I am grateful for Starbucks. But um, yeah, I'll say right now, birds and friends. That's what I'm grateful for. Um, Wednesday's show, Andrew Collins, speaking of, and Dan Perlman, um, we're talking about uh, late night hosts still working from home and how that's going. I really enjoy what Conan is doing. If you haven't checked out his show, Conan at Home. Um, that was fun to watch. I heard Bill Maher was from home. I know everyone's, John Oliver has been great, apparently. Oh no, I didn't watch a show last night, but, um, last week was fucking good. And there was a cliffhanger too, so I gotta check out tonight's show. Anyway, this is Dan Perlman, Andrew Gollin, and me on Wednesday's show. Seeing sides of celebrities that I'm like, I used to think you were cool, and now you're like kind of sad and desperate. And I don't want to get out of this thing having like had a weird comedic meltdown on the internet that is like all people remember of me in my dad's office like trying to do some bit that just tanks and then it's like exists online forever like i'm not in a good mental state to be on a the like a global stage right now
3: i think this all i think this time of everything i wonder if that's everything everyone puts out during this time will get forgiven and pardoned haunt
0: them yeah or no be forgiven. Or
3: ju- yeah it's just it's just a universal just executive order that like none like of us Ryan can hold Reynolds, each other accountable
0: like, yeah like
3: this is a, what this is a what happens in vegas kind of thing what happens in this pandemic is just here kind of mind.
0: yeah i can't forgive the imagine video like that one
3: no that's gonna that's gonna be the one takeaway yeah.
0: consequences yeah. uh
3: that's going to be much like before.
0: the Me Too movement. We should all follow up with that and bring yeah. those who brought them, <laughs> who
3: Yeah. Oh, that that's going to gonna be, that's going to that's going to be mentioned before the 100,000 dead. It's going to be like it was a dark time. There was it, this Gail Godot God God video.
0: video. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean it really did get a lot of like attention and I just read this really great article in the New York Times that came out yesterday that was about how all of this really and it was just it's funny because it was reiterating exactly what I was thinking is like, the, all of this looks really bad and out of touch. Like celebrities look so out of touch right now. Cause they're all like, you know, sending these messages of hope and serenity from their fucking Malibu mansions. And, and, and they said that the, in the article, they say the imagine video is like the actual like epitome of all that. Like just these people that Think and they're not even good singers, so it's almost like them being celebrities and just doing anything should be able to heal us. Like it's not even right. their talent anymore. It's just like by virtue of them, be, like
3: it's like just I just want fun. to see them with a kind of blurry camera.
0: Yes, just by us nothing, getting to really. see them is going to be soothing in some way. And it's and just then like, it's
3: like I don't know, I, like I've watched some of it, it and being like I'd, I'd rather just watch one of those TikTok kids because they know how to do this thing better.
0: Yes. It's like, there's just, there's no accountability. Like the talent right now, you don't like, people are having to do things that aren't their talent, which is actors are having to be funny and entertaining in a way as themselves. Yeah. And they kind of, they're not, they're actors. So they're not
3: Not We're seeing behind the curtain. We kind of see who they are as people.
0: They're not that interesting is what I'm saying. Not all of them. Some actors are great, but like, a lot of times, actors, like, the reason... They well,
3: mean, you know what they say. They say, never meet your heroes through Zoom. You know? The old saying. They usually yeah. cut it off before, <laughs> but now we have time to finally finish the saying.
0: That's so funny. Um, last night, I did watch Conan. Uh, he's doing Conan at Home, which is like... And it's awesome because his show just, like, in the past year or so became a 30-minute show instead of an hour. So they adequately can fill a show from his, like, home office. And he interviewed, he Skyped in with um, Adam Sandler last night. And it was really funny and, like, entertaining. So there's some people that are getting it right, even though it looks so lo-fi. Like, he says uh, at the beginning of it last night, he's like, I just want to assure you, I know the... Like, I, I know you're worried about me. This is just how I look. And he's like, just saying. <laughs>
2: well,
3: he's, he's the one like best equipped of all of them to like adapt to in terms of, because it's like him, he is just funny. So him he's- at his funniest, he was already like, you know, good at podcasting. He was already good at like, you would just throw him in a random country and he would just go and be funny. You know what I mean? You're so, so
0: right. He really is he's the one that's like ready to be yeah just not have a team like he does have a team of writers but if you just put him on a thing and say go he's gonna be great
3: you forget he has a mansion (laughs) yeah yeah he kind of
0: do yeah but uh he and Adam Sandler were on last night and they're neighbors so it was just like a fun conversation what what was that Andrew
3: no I feel like Kimmel is kind of like that too like he just feels like an everyday kind of man kinda of Yes,
0: I haven't watched what he's been doing, but I know he's been um, he's been doing stuff from his house. I know that his uh, I see the beginning of it. His uh, like son or daughter does the intro song, and she's like da 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 da. It's really cute. I, lo-
3: I love the idea of them like being like, look, we got to make one room in the house really shitty so we look poor.
0: So we look <laughs> like band.
3: Yeah, we're gonna take the fifth bedroom and we're gonna like add dirt. I know I've had a show for <laughs> 20 years on one of the only major networks, <laughs> but Here's our poor room. Yeah. I'll
0: our poor it. room. Every celebrity is like there's that's like a business map. Like, do <laughs> you need a room in your house to look like shit? Get yeah. like yeah, Randy <laughs> to live in it for a two super, months.
3: A super expensive designer to like I just
0: want to Yeah, like a just poor to make it vibe. look like yeah. <laughs> shabby shit. Yeah. That was Wednesday's show. Next up is Ian Fidance and Lizzie Cooperman on Thursday's show talking about comedians talking about the coronavirus. Um, Yeah that's what I'm saying like I've been writing so many jokes um, lately about uh, this like I've been challenging myself to like open up Twitter and I just stare at the blank little cursor and I like force myself to write a joke about this scenario because I've got time on my hands and that's how I used to express myself when I didn't have a job I would just like write on Twitter and like that would make me feel like accomplished so I can still do those things jokes I do on Twitter I can start form you know taking out and I'll be able to take them on stage someday because I'll probably go on stage again I hope I think who knows um but uh yeah this is Lizzie Cooperman and Ian Fidance and we're talking about um comedians and art during coronavirus I have no desire to get on stage right now with my jokes that I was you know excited about and I don't yeah. I'm not writing like, stand-up right now because I'm not doing it so there's nothing compelling me to do stand-up right now because I don't want to talk about the things I was talking about before Like, guys not calling me doesn't seem that important. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, but But also, also, talking about the quarantine, I don't have material yet. So I guess I everyone's doing
2: it. it. Everyone's doing it, you know? It's like- Everyone's talking about the same.
0: We're all doing it. It's hacky now. But also, I
2: have to say one thing about that. When you look throughout history, at any period, you know, in art, all art has social and political value, whether you're talking about the thing or not you're affected by the events. Yeah. Yes. Even look at how many paintings there are of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everyone painted Jesus. And we don't go, oh yeah, that's so hacky that, you
0: know. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that's such a good point. Painting <laughs> oh Jesus my is so, oh my God. Oh my God. A fucking bowl of fruit is, that's gotta be like the- The hackiest. The walk in yeah, yeah, yeah. fruit, of yeah. art.
2: Yeah, that's definitely the George Bush impression. Yeah.
0: Oh, she. You know what? They're close. She's closing with this fucking mother holding her child bullshit. Uh, <laughs> like an old timey yeah. mom.
2: Oh, uh, what a bitch! She's yeah. Of course, she's opening with that bit about Stations of the Cross. I can't. Believe
0: <laughs> they just did that on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. There's hack in like every field. But you're yeah, I mean, right. You're totally like, right about
2: art. Have like, to, yeah. It's so pretentious in a way, but the truth is, we are artists. We whether you say it or not, whether or not our, our art does have an effect, whether we're commentating on it or we're giving people a release from it. And I wonder if, in the annals of history, in a way, we're like doing our part to you like doing like the radio about show. The I well, I love annal. Uh, <laughs> whether I force it into the conversation or not, I'm gonna use it. <laughs> But I think, honestly, like, doing the radio show every day is important. Even if you're not talking about it, it's giving right. people a release and a sense of normalcy. As artists, yes. it's our job to do something to either commentate or to make people feel as if things are okay. Just like, right. you know, other people do other like, – And I think I forget that because it's so pretentious and hack in a way. But we, at the end of the day, by definition, we are artists, so we have to create art, whatever. You just said that like uh, the commercial for we are farmers. Artists. Artists.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You really did. (laughs) We are artists. Artists. We deserve to talk about Corona. People need to hear us talk about Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got it. Yeah. And fun. whatever you do, it's gonna have your stamp like a good comic. Talk about Corona. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, when it comes to COVID nineteen, it's getting pretty progressive. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, guys, that was the show this week. I wanted to tell you what I had to say about Starbucks because some girl wrote me, uh, a fan wrote me. And thank you so much for reaching out to me uh, about these podcasts and how they're helping you. They're helping me, too. I'm in such a better mood than I started. Thank God. Uh, but someone wrote to me and said, um, my brother works at Starbucks and I was complaining that it shouldn't be open right now. Um And he corrected me and said it absolutely should because the majority of their customers right now are first responders and medical professionals. He said Starbucks uh, uh, employees get a $3 raise indefinitely for working during this pandemic. And each person is not forced to work and was offered one month paid leave if they felt uncomfortable. And they can leave anytime during this. They're also giving giving free food and drinks to all employees, even if you're taking the month off. So Starbucks fucking rules, to be honest. Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. It like literally almost brought me to tears reading that that like Starbucks employees are being treated nicely by Starbucks because I just go on that Reddit thread and I just hear how um, grumpy they all are about how they're treated. And I'm glad that Starbucks stepped up and I hope that everyone steps up right now and like does a little bit more than you would normally to get people through this time and um, I don't know I'm looking for a certain I'm looking for a way to give back in my own way I thought about doing cameos for like charity and giving the money to um, some sort of thing that will help this time but I don't really feel like doing cameos you guys I got to think of another way I might um, maybe like sell off merchandise that I have here and for a good cause. I don't know. I got to think about some things. I am planning a Taylor Swift dance party and it's not going to be for charity, but maybe we'll raise some money. Maybe that's a way to do it. Maybe I'll charge a ticket and then all the money will go to something good. That's a good idea. Okay. Well, there we go. Cause I've got a lot of people interested in this Taylor Swift dance party. It's been something I've been thinking about a lot. Thank God for fucking meditation. My final gratitude is thank you. God for meditation because I've come up with so many great ideas. I've made my feel self feel so much better during all these times of um, just le- like being meditating. You come out of it a lot of times with great ideas and you just figure things out. It just gives you time to like sort out all the bullshit in your head. And I know you're like, I don't need to sort it out. Like you don't even know what you'll come up with at the end of a meditation. I'm so grateful for all the things that like have come out of meditating like my Taylor Swift dance party idea. You guys, you could come up with a Taylor Swift dance party, whatever that is for you but i was just like man i go to these zoom meetings i know thousands of people can go to them i want to dance to taylor swift i feel ridiculous doing it alone in my room i want to feel the music i want other fan i want to dance with people who love her as much as i do and feel like as excited about the music as me and so i just put it out on twitter today like hey who's interested in a taylor swift dance party and i wanted it to take off with the swifties like that's why i, p- I tagged swifties um, what i wanted was to just see a lot of people with Taylor Swift things in their avatars. And that's what I'm getting now. It's all like, you can tell who Taylor Swifties are by their writing back and they're writing like I'm in uh, yes. As long as dress code is casual. Um, oh, I'm in. Um, yes. Let's do this. Setup up is simple. I'm in just all these cuties. I just want to dance with a bunch of like teens. Um, and just like, I don't know, have a moment, a connected moment. Because the connected moment I did yesterday with 73 people in the breath work class was connected. We were all, <gasps> we were all lamazing our way across the country and it did feel connected. I'm serious, you guys. Breath work, I didn't know you could, but it makes sense. Like I've always heard that whatever psychedelics do to your head and your brain, I remember reading Sam Harris at, or listening to Sam Harris once and he said that whatever takes place in your head when like you trip out, those, Your brain's already capable of doing those things. It just is taking this kind of concoction to set it off. But your brain on its own can do those things. And it really proved it to me that, yeah, you can do it on your own. Just by breathing weird, you can be tripping in your childhood home. I did not expect it. I just wanted a fucking relaxing breathwork class. I didn't know I was going to be tripping balls in the next room and having like my face skin fall off and float into the core of the earth and become one with everyone else's skin I mean I my mind it was so weird in the whole class I was thinking bullshit 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 I hate this I can't believe I paid $30 this is such a waste of money I convinced my sister to do it too she was doing it in her home where she lives and we were both across the county with 73 80 people something like that paid $30 to do this class. This woman cleaned the fuck up. She gives us this long talk. I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. Whatever. We're all one. Our bodies are sinking into the earth like roots and we're all combining underneath the ground and we're sharing a energy and blah, blah, blah. I was really trying to believe it cuz it made some of it, much of it made me want to like just roll my fucking eyes but I did it I stuck it out I felt bad at one point I'm like oh my god my sister is like spending precious like hours from her children that she doesn't even get this alone time and she has to spend it fucking hyperventilating in a room I felt bad I was gonna quit and then I swear to god for like five minutes I was tripping my sister didn't have the same effect because I don't think she stuck it out as hard she was already being like this is stupid um, I do a little bit more New Agey things than she does. I'm more into meditating and stuff. So even I was like, "This is malarkey," and um, it it ended up not being. It ended up actually working. I mean, the music was ridiculous. They were playing. It was like not even Enya. It was like I was gonna say it was Anya. It wasn't. It wasn't Anya. It wasn't Enya. It was Inya, and uh, and it was trying to get Ian e me, and I hated it. And I it was judging every part of this fucking thing. And then I started like really my whole body felt like a cloud of energy. And then I went out into the kitchen and remembered that I'm living at home with my parents and uh, heated up a bowl of oatmeal and uh, then took a nap on the couch and watched 90 Day Fiance. So first I connected roots with everyone around the country through the earth core and connected our energies and floated above myself and looked down and realized that I am not really anything and that we are all one. And then I watched season four of 90 Day Fiance and screamed at the TV because it is really one of the most frustrating shows to watch um, just in terms of how dumb some people are and how sad some people are and... It's a great show, though. Season four. Check it out. That's what I'm watching right now. That's uh, what I'm reading is untamed, even though I haven't read it in a while. Um, I have too much going on. How did I become too busy to fucking like I got I got us? It's because I'm too busy napping. That is like a thing that I need to do. I was texting with Whitney Cummings. Reach out to me earlier today. and It was so nice. She was like, I had a dream about you. How are you? And we don't really talk that much. But then we were talking, and it was right as I was laying down for my noon nap, like that I don't even deserve. It's ten am where Whitney is. and I'm like, uh, Whitney, I gotta go nap. But I did tell her that we were t- going back and forth. We were having a really good talk. It was just so nice to connect with her. She was so sweet to write me. and um, and we were having such a good conversation. and then I was like, I kind of want to take a nap, but I really like and I was just like, Whitney, I'm sorry, I have to nap right now. She was just like, got it. like she doesn't care. So my point is I was a little scared to like tell this new friend of mine, like, hey, I got to be going to my depression nap in the midday. But the truth was I did. And that's what I needed right then. And I wasn't going to do something that could wait for later um, when I was really already planning on sleeping. I think so many times people just like, go like, oh, I can just put the thing that I was doing aside because this is, but it's like, no, Whitney's not going to be mad if I tell her. Um, that I have to go take a nap, but I struggle with that with certain friends or new friends. You don't want to be like, Hey, like tell, like you want to prioritize so that you, you make a good impression, but it doesn't matter. No one cares anymore. Anyway. Um, thanks for listening to the show today. I will be here tomorrow. Like I am every day, um, doing a little short podcast. So I'll see you all week. I'll hear you. I'll, I'll be heard from by you all week on these hit of pods, uh, spread the word, keep writing me, telling me what you want to hear me talk about. I love getting topic suggestions. Um, and yeah, you can find me on Instagram. You know where to go. Thanks for listening. You guys, uh, have a good rest of the Monday. Squirt, squirt, g, 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 This has been a comedy central podcast.